You are Locked On Titans, your daily Tennessee Titans podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to the Locked On Titans podcast. I am your host, Tyler Rowland. Titans fans, for the first time in a long time, it is not a football Friday, but we definitely have a lot to talk about on today's show. So as you guys have probably noticed, the biggest news in the NFL right now is the coaching carousel. And that includes a lot of different names related to the Tennessee Titans, not only as coaches, but also in the front office as well. So I have a lot of updates for you guys on not only the coaching front, but also the front office front. And then the biggest news of the day is not necessarily a a position that was filled for the Titans, but just the potential that a position could be filled for the Titans. So it's a very, very important day here on the Locked On Titans podcast as we got a little bit of a window into what the Titans coaching staff and the Titans front office might be thinking about the moves they need to make going into the offseason. So we will start off with all the big news with front office personnel and the coaching search. And then we are going to have a little bit of a Rollins rant on this Friday episode. I had some things to say on Twitter at Tic Tac Titans on Thursday about one Jadavian Clowney, a lightning rod name with Tennessee Titans fans for obvious reasons, but I'm going to give you guys a little bit of a rant on how I feel the Tennessee Titans should proceed with Jadavian Clowney or without. Jadavian Clowney. So I'll give you my thoughts there, back it up with a little bit of stats, and of course, give you my take from what I saw on film. And then finally, there is football this weekend, ladies and gentlemen, and although the Tennessee Titans aren't playing as a monster football fan, a fan of the sport, I feel it's only right for us to maybe take a look at the playoff games that will occur this weekend. I'm sure you guys will be watching the playoff football as I will. So let's just quickly dive into the matchups that lie ahead in the NFL playoffs before we head off into hopefully a safe and enjoyable weekend. But remember, next week we are going to begin our 2021 prep. Going to talk about team needs, probably talk about maybe draft needs, the positions that are the deepest. We'll get into some 2021 preparation next week. Make sure you don't miss any of that Monday through Friday and subscribe to the Locked on Titans podcast on Apple iTunes, on Spotify, or whatever platform you do stream. But as for today, we got a lot to talk about. Let's get it. in the week about Arthur Smith. Every open coaching position he was asked to interview for, and I know that the logical thought there would be, okay, he's going to get one of those jobs if he's that highly sought after, if he's that much in demand. But I had a weird theory that maybe that was actually a sign that he wasn't going to be hired and that these NFL teams just simply wanted to pick his brain a little bit. That's a very common practice in the NFL for front offices to interview candidates, even if they know they're not going to hire them. One, it gets the candidate experience. They get to practice how they would handle an interview for a head coaching job. But also, like I mentioned, it allows the team to gather some intel from obviously a respected mind in the sport. But as the week has progressed, 
guests, and we have gotten more information on Arthur Smith doing second interviews with the Falcons, second interviews with the Jets. It's become clear that that theory was a tad misguided, and Arthur Smith is most certainly going to get one of these head coaching spots, and at this time, he is the favorite for the Atlanta Falcons job, a a two-to-five favorite, actually. So right now, most people around the league do believe that Arthur Smith will get that Atlanta Falcons job, and let's be honest here. It's not where I want him to go. I'd rather him go to the Chargers, but Arthur Smith going to the NFC and the Titans not having to deal with him, not necessarily because I'm so scared that Arthur Smith's team will beat a Mike Vrabel team, but but I just, you know, it's like going up against your brother in basketball or something. Man, I don't want to have to go against Art. I love Art. I do. I'm always going to root for his success as long as he's not playing the Titans. So being in the NFC and setting up a possibility to see Arthur Smith in the Super Bowl... I got to I gotta enjoy that fact. I, I, I want him to go to the Chargers because I want him to have success, and I think that's the best setup for him with Herbert and the talent on defense. But if he doesn't pick what I think is the best opportunity for him, I would rather him go to the NFC for sure. But Arthur Smith isn't going to be the only major loss for the Titans this offseason, potentially. And I talked about this earlier in the week as well. Two names from the Titans' front office, Monty Ossenfort, who is the director of player personnel. Remember, the Titans hired him last offseason out of New England. And then Ryan Cowden, who has been John Robinson's second lieutenant or number one right-hand man for the entire five-year stretch that John Robinson has been in Tennessee. And Cowden is somebody who has had a major impact on the organization as the VP of player personnel directly under John Robinson, who is the president of player personnel, of course. And an update on Cowden. We heard about Austin Fort interviewing earlier in the week, but what came out on Thursday is Austin Fort did not get the Carolina Panthers GM job. So it seems like Austin Fort may be out of one of those GM spots for a second year in a row. But on the flip side, Ryan Cowden interviewed with the Washington football team, and he spent multiple years with head coach Ron Rivera in Carolina as a personnel guy. So there's a natural connection between Ryan Cowden and Ron Rivera in that organization. So I personally would expect that Ryan Cowden gets the general manager job for the Washington football team. But on the bright side, remember I said, Monty Austinfort did not get a general manager job at this time, so it would allow an easy promotion, Austinfort from director of player personnel up to VP of player personnel, a position that Cowden will likely vacate. So that actually works out pretty seamlessly for the Titans since Austinfort, unfortunately, did not get one of those jobs. But we are continuing to move forward. We got some big rumors about some coordinators for the Titans on Thursday, and it was rumored, we got a report, that the Titans were looking at Clemson offensive coordinator Tony Elliott to be the offensive coordinator if Arthur Smith or when Arthur Smith gets a job. One, the fact that the Titans are already reaching out and looking for offensive coordinators tells us that they do believe that Arthur Smith will get a job. Now, even more important and exciting news, the Tennessee Titans are hunting for defensive coordinators outside the organization. We got another report that the Titans have planned to interview Terrell Austin for their defensive coordinator position. Now, Terrell Austin is currently an assistant defensive coach in Pittsburgh, but 
Austin, just to give you a little rundown, I'll dive more into Austin if he does, in fact, get hired on by the Titans or later on next week when I go over all the D.C. candidates that I would like to see considered. But Terrell Austin spent two years under Dean Pease in Baltimore as a secondary coach. He has experience himself as a defensive coordinator as well. So Terrell Austin is an interesting name who has a lot of football acumen. And although the results are up and down as they are with most NFL coaches, I feel like that would be a great move. But the biggest takeaway for me from those two pieces of news or that the Titans are not looking to promote from within. Now, that could still happen, but the fact that the Titans are interviewing candidates outside of the organization tells me that they're not satisfied with the current options, and it also tells me that they consider Shane Bowen's last season a complete failure, and I do as well. So, one... I'm glad that either A, Mike Vrabel is willing to grow and evolve as a coach and realize that he was too loyal to the people on his staff and he needs to bring in some outside help and a new voice to help him. Or on the flip side, John Robinson made him do it. And either way, I'm happy. Either the head coach grows and evolves and learns from his mistakes or the general manager doesn't allow him to make the same mistakes twice. Either way, checks and balances, I'm happy with the outcome here, and I will continue to monitor what happens with those two open positions. And yeah, Arthur Smith hasn't been hired yet, but let's just go ahead and consider the offensive coordinator position open. Interesting that the offensive guy, they're not looking for someone in-house with the continuity factor, but I think the Titans could go outside and still keep some of the continuity with the offense if you get someone who comes from a similar scheme. So I'm going to talk about options at offensive coordinator and options at defensive coordinator next week when we start our preparation for 2021. Make sure that you're subscribed to the Locked On Titans podcast on whatever platform you do stream so you do not miss any of that Monday through Friday content, especially as we get ramped up for the 2021 offseason. But we are going to dive into a Rollins rant for our Friday where I give you my two cents about what the Titans should do with Jadavian Clowney. So leave you guys something to chew on there as we head into the weekend. But if you need something healthy to chew on, you have to check out Built Bar, the best tasting protein bars ever. We had a promo code running with Built Bar originally when they just had their 12 original flavors, and you guys completely sold out their inventory. Now they're back and better than ever with six brand new flavors as well. The bars are still covered in 100% chocolate. They're soft and easy to chew, and they're great for any health conscious guy or girl. They can help you lose or maintain weight, all while being low calorie, low sugar, high protein and high fiber. So make sure you go to BuiltBar.com, use promo code LOCKEDON. Once again, that's promo code LOCKEDON and you'll get 20% off your next order. Again, use promo code LOCKEDON for 20% off at BuiltBar.com. So I haven't done one of these in quite some time, at least not officially so, but uh, had a conversation online today at Tic Tac Titans, and I had something to say about Jadavian Clowney, and I certainly got mixed replies from people. Some people call me a clown, call me an idiot. Uh, Some people just, you know, respectfully disagreeing. Some people saying some outlandish things about salary and You know, some people agreeing with me, though. Some people recognizing certain things. So let me just dive into this take that I have for you guys. But before we do, 
We have breaking news as I record the podcast. When you guys listen to this on Friday morning, it won't be breaking anymore, but it's Thursday evening, so I can have it out to you guys for your morning commute. And we just saw Urban Meyer officially named the head coach of the Jacksonville Jaguars. So just quickly, it is a Roland's rant segment, so I'll do a mini rant for you guys on Urban Meyer. Um, I am not a hundred percent like through the roof this is going to be amazing we've seen college coaches have issues transferring to the NFL but Urban has about as good of a situation as he can possibly have with the first overall pick the amount of picks the Jags have the cap space some of the young talented guys they have on that roster so um you know it should be better for the Jags but I gotta tell you guys I don't think it's some slam dunk home run hire could be wrong could be right I don't know but that's my initial thoughts let's get into the the whole reason we're doing this Rollins rant though and that is Jadavian Clowney guys I want Clowney back I want I want him back I think I think he was productive for the Titans when he was on the field I think he made everyone else on the defensive line better as well and obviously price matters. So here's what I propose. Jadavian Clowney, two years, $10 million a year. Okay, hear me out. So last year he got 12 to 15. He wanted around 17. He got brought down from that. If the Titans paid him $12 million last year with up to 15 in incentive, then he gets hurt Only plays half a season. And while I think he was impactful for the Titans' defense, he certainly wasn't a top-tier player in the NFL like his name would lead you to believe. That expectation naturally needs to come down. He's simply not a T.J. Watt. He's simply not a healthy Vaughn Miller. He's not those guys. He's not a Miles Garrett. He's not an Aaron Donald. He's not in that class, guys. So we take down our expectations, and as expectations drop, the price drops. So if we played paid Clowney, $12 million last year, and then he only played eight games, had a significant injury, and his production was, yeah, not through the roof at least, then the price of the brick got to go down. Shout out to all my Wire fans. The price of the brick go down. So we can't pay Clowney $12 million again. We can't pay Clowney anywhere above that, and I don't see any other team that's going to do it either. If they weren't willing to do it last year, then they're not going to do it this year. So, that's why I propose $10 million. Give him that same $3 million incentive, though. If Clowney goes out and balls the hell out, then sure, he can make $13 million. Nobody would care about a $13 million Jadavian Clowney who's balling out. At $10 million, you're not going to find a guy who gives you the potential that a Clowney does at that sort of value. And I certainly am not paying $16, $17 million a year for Bud Dupree coming off an ACL. Ryan Kerrigan is an older player who needs to be a rotational guy. He's no slam dunk, and he may be just as expensive. There are other names that we're going to get into as we, you know, dive into that 2021 prep that I've been, you know, not foreshadowing, but trying to kind of tease to you guys throughout the show. But let's dive a little bit more into my thoughts here. So, one, the Titans were a better defense with Jadavian Clowney on the field, and it's not just about the overall production here. I mean, Clowney played eight games for the Titans, had 19 tackles, four tackles for loss, six quarterback hits, four pass breakups, a forced fumble, and 12 quarterback pressures. Now, everybody wants the pass rush help, and the Titans need the pass rush help, but 
Clowney gives you the potential to help in pass rush, not just because he's good at pass rush, but because he takes attention away from other people. And he is an excellent run defender. That's always been what he should hang his hat on in the league. He's 21st per pro football focus and run stop percentage among edges that played at least 144 run defensive snaps. He's 40th in pass rush production per pro football focus and with edges who have played at least 256 snaps. So there are some qualifiers. He's the 18th best edge overall that played as many snaps as he played per pro football focus with a 74.9 overall grade. He's 20th in run defense out of players who have played as many snaps as he was. He was 31st in pass rush, and he was actually the fourth best coverage edge in the league with as many snaps as he had. That That's the obvious qualifier with all of these. So, Per the advanced metrics, per the player grades, he was impactful. And then look at this. This is what I'm going to leave you with, guys. This is the last thing I want to say. Harold Landry, in the eight games with Jadavian Clowney, had a 62.9 overall grade per pro football focus. Without him, he had a 61.3. Not a huge difference, but a difference nonetheless. And then you look at Jeffrey Simmons. 69.5 with Clowney, 65.5 without. Simmons was incredibly impacted by Clowney's departure. Instead of double-teaming Clowney, teams started double-teaming Jeff. And you want to go even further, I talked about Jadavian Clowney actually being fantastic in coverage this year. Because they didn't have Clowney to be somebody they can trust to drop back in coverage, they had to basically exclusively use Harold Landry for those things. And and Harold Landry didn't get to kind of develop as much as I wanted him to as a pass rusher. So having Clowney on the field not only makes Simmons better, it makes Landry better. It makes the Titans' defense better. And for $10 million for two years, you give Jadavian Clowney some security against an injury but you also don't financially cripple yourself going into this season. The Titans could carve out about $50 million in cap space this year. So it's not like they're going to be hurting for money. I think Jadavian Clowney on a two-year deal, $10 million a piece, brings him back to Tennessee, gives him the ability to work back up to the type of player that we know he is, also gives him some stuff some financial security against another big injury. I don't think he'll want to do another one-year deal. So that's what I think. A two-year deal, $10 million a year, $15 million guaranteed, guarantee that first year, half a partial guarantee in the second year, and I think it's a win-win for everybody. So that's going to do it for my Rollins rant here. Before we move into kind of our general national NFL playoff preview to round off this week of the Locked On Titans podcast, I want to remind you guys, if you're placing any wagers on these playoff games, you got to listen to the Locked On Bets podcast from the Locked On Podcast Network, giving you all of your news, analysis, and breaking down all of the gambling information you could want. And to make that analysis actionable, you have to go to betonline.ag. You got the big playoff games, you got college basketball in full swing, you got the NBA season in full swing, you have the NHL season dropping the puck this week. Make sure you check out Locked On Predators as well for all of your hockey news, but you got to go place your wagers on betonline.ag. You can sign up for a free account today and use promo code Locked On. That's one word, Locked On, and you'll get a 50% welcome bonus on your deposit. So don't sit on the sideline anymore. Get in on the action. Don't forget to use that promo code Locked On to receive your 50% welcome bonus off your first deposit. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts.
Let's wrap up this Friday edition of the Locked On Titans podcast and wrap up this first week of the offseason on the Locked On Titans podcast. And as I mentioned, next week we're going to dive into a lot of 2021 stuff. But Monday, I do believe we are going to try to kind of focus on the fans here. And as I promised earlier in the year, the Locked On Titans Fantasy Football League winner will join me for a show in the offseason to kind of help me break things down. And that is going to be Kevin Sheshventer on Monday, barring any unforeseen technical issues or timing issues. Kevin does have kids, so you know, you never know what could happen when you get children involved. But as of right now, Monday is planned to be kind of fan centric. Gonna have Kevin on to kind of talk about things with me. Uh, we're gonna break down everything that took place in the league from his perspective. We are gonna talk about the Titans' future going forward from a big picture perspective with Kevin. And then at the end of Monday's episode, I am going to open up the first mailbag of the offseason. I really can't do mailbags during the season, guys. I have a content schedule that you guys like and I like to adhere to. I like to get into the film, talk ball. You know, so as much as I do love answering all of your questions and all of that, when we're in the season, it's football mode. And uh, that's just kind of how I view things. But during the offseason, I like to have a mailbag once a week, once every two weeks, depending on how many questions you guys do submit. So please, if you're listening right now, go on Apple iTunes, give me a five-star review, and put your question in there. If you don't want to, or you don't have Apple iTunes, and you can't do that, then I will be posting early in the morning, about 8 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, a tweet asking for questions for the mailbag. You can put those there, or just tag me in a tweet. I would rather you tag me in a tweet and ask me a question, then send me a DM. So whether it be replying to my mailbag tweet, whether it be tagging me in a tweet about your mailbag question, or putting it in the Apple iTunes reviews, either way, I will make sure to get to your question, answer it here, and shout you out on the Locked on Titans podcast. So that's what's going to be happening on Monday. But let's finish out this Friday strong, talking about the playoff games that will take place this weekend. And the first matchup that we will see is probably the least interesting matchup, in my opinion, out of the four. And that is the Los Angeles Rams traveling to the Green Bay Packers. The Packers, the number one seed in the NFC, coming off a bye last week. Currently, Per betonline.ag, the Packers are six and a half point favorites. And I got to tell you guys, I would hammer that. If I could tease it, I would tease it. Uh, Green Bay, I think, is is going to run rough shot over uh, the Rams. And I know that the Rams have a really solid defense. They truly do. And a wizard of an offensive coach with Sean McVay. But if they get a little bit of pressure on Jared Goff and are able to get some shots on him, I think it could turn ugly for the Rams quickly. Because last week in the playoff game, the Rams were able to beat the Seahawks. But Jared Goff was the backup going into the game. They had John Walford starting at quarterback, which... I hate when that happens. I literally cannot stand when a player dresses, but they say he's not healthy enough to start. Like In my opinion, if you're not healthy enough to go out there and start, but you're healthy enough to be in a uniform in case you got to go in and play, then you're healthy enough to start. If you're healthy enough to play, you're healthy enough to start. I, I don't agree with that philosophy ever. And I think, personally, a little. this is the hottest take of all, but I think that's a window into Sean McVay 
He wants to prove that he can win without Jared Goff so they can dump him and get rid of that ridiculous contract that they gave him after the Super Bowl run. So Jared Goff is Ryan Tannehill if Tannehill had cinder blocks on his feet. I mean, golf isn't completely immobile, but nowhere near the athleticism of Tannehill with similar traits. So to me, Jared Goff is just a super poor man's Ryan Tannehill, and I, I don't believe in Jared Goff. And I don't think Sean McVay does either. And I don't believe in the Rams because of that fact as well. If Jared Goff gets hit hard enough and gets hurt and gets knocked out of the game, the Rams don't even have Walford anymore. They're going with Blake Bortles. And while I'm not a Blake Bortles hater or anything like that, just let's be real here, folks. He's not going to beat the Packers in Lambeau. So I actually love that line. I like the Packers in this game. And I can't lie to you guys. I'm going to be rooting for the Packers for personal reasons that I have documented quite a bit on this podcast. So shout out to my dad. Shout out to my family. Hopefully they find some happiness this weekend with their Packers. The next game on the slate is going to be Baltimore at Buffalo. And right now per betonline.ag, Buffalo is a minus two and a half point favorite. Give me the Ravens. Whether it be for betting, whether it be straight, up. The Baltimore Ravens are going to win this game, guys. They're hot. They're like the Titans from last year. No, I don't think they're going to go into Kansas City and beat Kansas City in the AFC Championship game, but neither did the Titans. The Ravens are basically just taking the Titans' role from last year. They're hot. I think that Buffalo didn't play a great game last week, 27-24 to the Colts. I'm taking Buffalo, or I'm taking Baltimore in that game, and I think you should bet money on them as well. Cleveland, on Sunday, opening things off, going to KC. What a win by the Browns over the Steelers. Just came out of the gate. It was like the Titans game. They just came out of the gate and stomped them. The Steelers weren't ready to play. They made a million mistakes, but that's what you're going to get when you got a Mike Tomlin team, so not surprised there. But uh, Kansas City is a minus, or is minus 10 in this game per betonline.ag, and 10 points in the playoffs is ridiculous. I don't care who you're playing. Cleveland's going to have a good game plan. They're going to control the clock. I don't think they win this game. They could lose by seven. They could lose by nine, but 10 is too much. I would take Cleveland in the points, even if I think Cleveland loses the game to Kansas City. The last game of the schedule for the weekend is Tampa Bay at New Orleans. Two of the greatest quarterbacks in NFL history battling it out. And I have to be honest with you guys. I think, I think I want Tampa to win this game. I want to see Rodgers and Brady, man. I want to see the two best quarterbacks of my life go at it in Lambeau with a Super Bowl on the line. I mean, it would just be crazy if Aaron Rodgers avoided Tom Brady his whole career, uh, at least in a conference perspective, and then Tom Brady showed up at his door at 43 years old and ripped a Super Bowl opportunity away from Aaron Rodgers on maybe the best team he's ever had outside of a Super Bowl team. That would be an interesting storyline, and I'm all about the storyline, guys. Can't help it. Journalism major, it's in my blood. But... New Orleans minus three, I'm not comfortable there. New Orleans beat Tampa both times this year, and it didn't look like it was a a very even matchup. So I would not bet the game. I think New Orleans wins, but I would not be shocked by a Tampa win, and I actually want Tampa to win. If I had my way, we would see Josh Allen versus Pat Mahomes and Tom Brady versus Aaron Rodgers. The new guard versus the old guard. That's exactly what I would be looking for if I had my way. But my way doesn't really matter. 
or the Titans would be playing football again this week. But I hope you guys play some wagers on betonline.ag. If you're comfortable with that, of course, use that promo code Locked On. Check, on, check out the Locked On Bets podcast. Also, if you want your NFL national analysis on Monday after the playoffs, make sure you check out the Locked On NFL podcast as well. But that's going to do it for me today, folks. I'm going to be back with you on Monday. As always, I am your host, Tyler Rowland, and this was Locked On Titans.